I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Day Season 6, Episode 7, Fatal Attraction. We, unfortunately, we, the scene with Statler. In the bathroom. In the bathroom. Oh, gosh. Did we this, really have to hear that? I it get, sounded like somebody turned on a faucet. I get the other way scene where they're in the RV. Right? I understand. There's still no... Like, they're probably pretending that something's happening, right? Mm-hmm. With Statler, unless she's pouring a cup of water, somebody's pouring a cup of water in a bucket, whatever is happening to her in there is real. Yeah. <laughs> if you're filming... Aren't you inviting them out? Yes. Hey, you people need to leave for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Why do you want everyone in America to hear you having diarrhea? That is disgusting. The the the, the sensory reaction I had was I felt like I could smell the diarrhea. Yeah, I think that's where we're <laughs> it at, right? It was not pleasant. And I was eating dinner. <laughs> it did not make well, me happy. Yeah, I think that's a surprise, right? Uh-huh. So it maybe it's two 90-day shows in a row. We haven't seen UK yet to know how that was. I hear it's, it's all about chickens, evidently, at the beginning of that. Mm. But it's two bathroom scenes that we started things off with. So, well, here's is, our is word of advice. Is this a new trend? Our <laughs> word of advice is do not have a meal in front of you when you sit down to watch it. Yeah. They don't know how cramped our Sunday nights really are yeah. to get all of this stuff in. The toilet by the bed is a thing, but it's it's what you're going to deal with in in Europe. Well, I think anywhere you're in a hotel, you're any you know it's yeah. your coffee pots in the bathroom. You know, this is just what you deal with when you're right. staying when you're out traveling. somewhere. Yeah. I, mean, I do get that it's right there, but. Uh, these days, you can probably get pictures of the room to know exactly where they are. Mm-hmm. But whatever that was, that was just violent. Mm-hmm. It's um, she was having a real problem. You think it was nerves? Probably. She said her her she showed her fitness watch. Said her um, heart rate was heart high. rate was really high. It said one twenty five. That's pretty high. Well, if she was in Pitt County Jail, this would be a problem, or would be a problem. You're right. Just get back in there. <laughs> right but in england just go back in there it's fine <laughs> it's all weird right it's just an odd thing I, I, the thought what's your thought process in letting them keep filming during this gross yeah she's an interesting person right I personable guess. funny there's so many things about her that you could do that you probably didn't need like, we could have implied this, right? Yeah. Statler could have talked about this scene funnier than them showing it. Uh-huh. We didn't have to see it. A moan from the other side of the door yes. and a toilet flush you would have been her fine. inviting them out of the room uh-huh. is enough that we get it. Yeah. It's some other show that we were watching, and I think we were talking about the implied – well, it was probably Housewives. We were watching one of the Housewives shows. The implied intercourse – scene versus what we saw with David and Sheila. Right. We didn't have to get that. You don't need all the ugly details. We're not 11, right? Uh We're not somebody young enough that Christian would hit on. We don't have to do that. (laughs) So it was just, it sounded like a faucet. 
It's got to be. And she said, I need to wear a diaper. <laughs> Only thing I thought was, is this not going to be the most awkward first meeting yes. that you'll ever be on? Is this a deal breaker? I'm like, if if she's sick uh, and she's expecting to like be intimate, like who wants to mouth kiss somebody? Yeah, but she's fine. She sprayed her butt. Oh, she's gross. fine. There is no spray. Febreze does not make a scent that covers that up. Yeah. Yuck. Whatever's happening down there, it's a problem. Would you? But is that a deal breaker? If you're on a first date with somebody and this happens, they crap all over themselves. Is this not? Could you I, get past I it? I think I would have to say, "Hey, I'm sorry. I'm going to need to delay a day meeting up with you. I have a stomach bug." They said that. Maybe she got better. Well, she didn't delay a day, though. She's Maybe. like, I'm going to the doctor, so I won't meet you at the train, but I'll meet up with you after. Yeah, the timeline. the same day. I go with timelines. All timelines in these shows are suspect. Right? I, I. She didn't look well, though. No, she didn't. I just have to think it's the first meeting ever. Boy, was it awkward or what? It seemed weird, but wouldn't it be? Yeah. I mean, if our case, when we got together and met for the first time, we weren't a couple. Right. It was nothing romantic. We hadn't, although our time together before we got married was 90 days, it was not, um, this first meeting was before then. And there was no romantic beginning. It wasn't until you saw my butt. Oh, stop. That I closed the deal. Evidently, it closes the deal for everybody. Oh, gosh. Closes the deal for Dempsey and Statler. Had nothing to do with that. What? Well, it's just it was a, your roller skating with children. It's just children a bonus then on Christian it? skate night. That's right. what did it. It's just it's a bonus. <laughs> it's hard to hug with a backpack, but there wasn't a hug. There wasn't any of that. It seemed distant and separate. Yeah, it was. You, it was very awkward. You notice how they even stood apart from each uh -huh, other? They did. Yeah. Until the evening scene. She did bring a goodie bag though. Yeah, that was funny. I was expecting like some Pepto Bismol. Uh -huh. I would want some kind of uh, sanitary wet napkins. Yeah, is what some I would hope for. Some rollades or something. Yeah, some gas X something. Yeah, that would have been funny. Right, that's what I was expecting. I don't know what this other stuff was, but vitamins, I guess, is pretty. It's what young people do. They're not that young though, thirty three and twenty eight. Mm. So, not a whole lot of substance to them. This time, the preview of or them going up to the city, the cabbie was a refreshing thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was. I was I like, think, oh, I could listen to this guy for a while. Yeah, I think when you hear authentic um, accents, English accents, yeah. you, you, you like it. You don't handle, I mean, it's fine for you just because it's so much of what you grew up with. Yeah. How often when you hear that do you get flashbacks to your mom? Oh, or, absolutely. Mm. It's like listening to her on the phone with her family. Mm. So maybe that'll be the fun part. You get a little of this um, mm -hmm. in England stuff. Right. Evidently, Christian gets a lot of it. This thing at the bar with him. He's completely insensitive to Cleo, is he not? Totally. The first thing I said to you when he suggested taking her to a bar was, this isn't going to go well. Is he completely forgetting about her autism? I mean, too, way too much stimulus. Too much visual. Too much noise the 
too much crowd, all of it. I be can, overwhelming to somebody with autism. I can only imagine. It's I, a sensory overload. I have, have trouble processing that. I have sensory issues, right? I don't do crowds and cramps places well. I'm not autistic. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine it being a real thing versus for me. It's an just, annoying thing. Yes, it's annoying and uncomfortable. And I know how I get. Mm-hmm. I can only oh, you, imagine. You very unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> very quickly. I mean, I've dropped and ran uh-huh. more than once. I, I, at this point, you understand with me. Yeah. You can just kind of look at me. Yeah, and go, okay, this is not good. Something's about to happen. Yeah. It's about to go. He's about to implode. And But I guess Christian just hasn't – I don't know if, if Christian just hasn't spent time around it or if he's unknowing or uncaring. Yeah. Uncaring. It's almost uncaring because right after he had the, the plane conversation – about talking to the women on the plane, so much so that apparently they said something to the the uh, yeah, this stewardesses a, about, you know, don't serve him, he's annoying us. This is a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. I'm like, and he's laughing this off. I don't think people would generally complain. Right. Unless it got, it's probably to like level three yeah. of an issue. On an airplane, it's a big deal. Like, like staff can come and restrain you. I would wonder if he didn't get on the plane already, hammered, and get intoxicated mm-hmm. before he started, mm-hmm. and so they maybe, wouldn't serve him drinks. So it's typical on a flight, but he probably went to the bar and got started. He oh, appears sure. to need alcohol. It does seem that way. To be, he likes to be life of the party. You know, I don't think it's that he likes to be life of the party. I think it's that he likes to have alcohol Mm. and then he turns into what he believes is the life of the party. Mm -hmm. Let's look at how inappropriate that is on a plane to just hop in a seat. Yeah. And no sooner did he have that conversation with her and she expressed that that would bother her and that it bothered her that he did that when she wasn't even around. And then he flips around and does the same thing with the girls at the table next there, to him. There's like seven I'm girls like, there. This dude is so insensitive and self-absorbed. He strikes me. We had a guy. I'm going to call him out. Um, a guy's name. I just remember him growing up. His name was – Well, I just I won't use his last name. David was his guy. What it was was on Friday nights, all the kids – and I'm talking kids meaning high school to elementary school – you went to one of two roller skating rinks at in Monroe, right? You went to Dixie Skateland or you went to – I don't even remember what the other one was. Um, but you matter. went there. doesn't matter. But what it was, it was all high school people and younger except for like two or three dudes. Oh, they boy. were like in their 20s, you know, and you know the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Hanging out. With the younger crowd. Yes. Yeah. Trying to pick up high school girls. Mm-hmm. I would assume at this point, these people are on, they, they're on a dot on a map in your <laughs> local neighborhood. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, it's what it strikes me like. Uh-huh. He seems to be that guy who would hang out. I mean, I know we're dating ourselves or I'm dating myself, but because I'm not sure roller skating rinks are the thing anymore, <laughs> no. even though- Maybe I should go there to pick up women. <laughs> so it worked for me. 
But that's what he <laughs> seems like. He just seems like that guy hanging around underage girls. Yeah. Never going to get past it. In the middle of that conversation, he turns – like you said, he turns around. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, and this is Cleo, my girlfriend. That was still at least something. Mm-hmm. But it was like an afterthought. He was already yeah. deeply involved in, are you celebrating something? Uh, do I look like the typical American? I mean, he's having a full-on uh, introducing myself conversation with these women. Where I think... Whose I- birthday is it? How old are you? You know, and she's just sitting there sipping her drink awkwardly trying to figure out how to escape this room. I think... I hoped that like when he turned around, he was going to say, hey, we're in the middle of a conversation. Is there a way to take it down a notch? Would have been the appropriate thing to say. Uh But no, he's asking about them, their birthdays. It's a group of seven English women. And he is 100% got it turned on. Yeah, and he's like, hey, is this a local hangout? Yeah. You know, he's like full on. I want to get to know you. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you celebrating something? I just can't believe he did that. Yeah, very rude. Very Mm. insensitive to Cleo on a number of levels. Yeah, there's so much. And the only reason she's there is because she's trying to make him comfortable. And she knows that he's trying to loosen her up. Which is bad to begin with. Yes. So, and I think it's going to be a theme that I, I just I felt throughout this entire episode. Yeah, people trying to loosen people up. Yeah, Because they're not compatible. They don't need to be loosened up. They're who they are. Yeah, I don't need to change you. Right. Look, somebody needs to be changed if they're racist, if they're sexist, if whatever, you you know, you're bigoted in some way against somebody. If you're uncomfortable in public situations, that's not necessarily something that has to be changed. Right. That's, that's, that's not a thing because it's who you are. Right. So some people are introverts and some are extroverts. Some people he's an extrovert. Some well, he's an extrovert. At least an extrovert when he's spirited. Yes, <laughs> meaning has partaken of. Spirits. And he's worried about the estrogen gel rubbing off on him. Yeah. What was the? What was that about? Well, um, Cleo was saying that I get it. You know, taking oral hormones can affect your organs because processed through your whole body. And so I guess in Europe, they have the option of uh, those absorbed through the skin. So she uses an estrogen gel. And he was like, oh, how long does it take to dry? And she said, oh, three or four minutes, and then you can touch me and whatever and don't have to worry about it. He's worried about that or maybe getting pregnant sitting on the toilet seat (laughs) or something. I don't know. know. He is a card. You could see when he asked, do you like to dance? And you could see how uncomfortable uh-huh. Cleo is. Right. They it's have like had he to. ignores it. They've had to have the autism. Or is he blinded by the trans issue that the autistic thing is just like. Taking a, a backseat. It's just a B. It's like a B side uh-huh. to whatever this is. I don't care. I'll loosen you up with a few drinks. You'll be fine after you have a few drinks. Uh-huh. I, I'll be able to counteract your autism with alcohol. No, oh, why didn't the doctors figure that out? Yeah, this is an easy solution to the problem. Here, have this goblet. <laughs> yeah, that was massive. 
What yeah. a huge drink. Hopefully it was. Well, we'll see. I don't, we don't know what it was. When they said they couldn't taste the alcohol, it made me think of like maybe what I've heard about Long Island iced tea mm-hmm. that you can just kind of guzzle it. But it's got tons of Did different your alcohol. Family in go out my, one yes. The most wasted I ever saw a relative was all the women in my family, my mom, my sister, my sister in law. They all went out together to they opened this uh some male Yeah, it wasn't like a like a strip naked club, but it was like back in the eighties when they had like the Chippendales, the Chippendales type thing. It was that kind of uh, performance, and they went together, had a ladies' night out. Oh my gosh, they all came home so wasted. My sister-in-law. Do we know who drove, or is this I, I not a question that we're not? I at? don't know. My sister-in-law got home to her house, and she couldn't walk straight and she slipped and fell on the kitchen floor peter pants because she had to go to the bathroom so bad and she fell and couldn't make it to the bathroom my mom was just wasted she came home with all these feathers because she kept (laughs) sticking dollar bills they had these like roach clips with strips of feathers hanging from and she hung them from the kitchen window i bet she did And my sister, I think she threw up all night. I mean, they were all sick because they had Long Island iced tea. And and they said you could just drink it. And it apparently has lots of different alcohol in it. And they (sighs) were really hammered. (laughs) Just insensitive of him. Yeah. I'll I'll get rid of your autism (laughs) with some drinks. Yeah. It'll be all right then. You won't worry about it. Mm. It, it, It tells me maybe he's done this with other people. Like well, maybe this is his his way of. He's thirty and still hasn't settled down. He's yeah. completely narcissistic. Totally. He doesn't appear easy on the eyes either. I'm not a good judge of that, but he doesn't seem like. I'm not sure what he's got going for him. Yeah. Doesn't seem like he's got a lot. <laughs> I, I forget what he does. Yeah. Not that that matters or that makes or breaks you, but I'm just trying to figure out what the draw to him is. Uh huh. Maybe that's why he has to be happy, fun, party guy. Yeah. He's just annoying. It is kind of annoying. And he didn't care. It's just insensitive. I can't imagine this going anywhere. Yeah, I'm not sure that these ladies needed their celebration interrupted by this strange American yeah. guy. He talks about the typical, you just think of the typical American with a cowboy hat. No, they, you know what, what I would have expected in, in good English humor? What? I would have them. I would have expected the ladies to step up and go. No, we our stereotypical American is the annoying American who interrupts Who's other people's drunk conversation and interrupts other people's uh, right. moments. Right, that's the one, <laughs> and that's him. Yeah, I spent what, four and a half years over there. I wasn't kind of like most, so I, you know, you were in Germany. Yeah, the stereotypes are a little different, so. You know, and that is obviously not the truth. We're not all like that. But we're not. No, who thinks of us in cowboy hats and riding horses? <laughs> you know, the English don't. What? No, it would be more like Russia because their exposure to television is limited. It's controlled. And they see Westerns and stuff, and that would be what they would Yeah, I, there's no way. How naive of him to think. This is what they think of Americans. Uh-huh. 
I'm upset with him. I mean, everybody started from Britain when he came to America. You know what from I mean? He, well, yeah. Not everybody. But, <laughs> but we the get beginning. It. We get it. <laughs> right. History. If we want history lessons, we need to go to, to Jasmine. Giving <laughs> right. us a history lesson on the – I can't help it. I know Gino is saying Panama right, uh-huh. but he said Panama once. And so yeah. when I hear him say Panama, I hear Panama or Pamina is what You're I hear funny. from him. Oh, I don't know. One of these two – and I'm beginning to think it's Gino using sex as a weapon, as mm. a means of control. Mm. Is it possible? I don't know. My thought. I've never understood their sexual relationship. No, I, I, and I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't even know who's – there could be even lying about it. It's entirely possible. She's ultra-focused on it all the time. He's ultra not interested, and the whole thing just confuses I me. I think he may be uninterested in talking about it. I think he's very reserved and uh-huh. it's just not something he's wanting to talk about. Uh-huh. We've seen people like that before. Uh-huh. Um, I think there was a David and whoever, some Spanish guy. And and her mom, they were going to talk about it and he like left the room. Uh-huh. He was a virgin. Right. They weren't doing it. And they brought it up. And, and it made him uncomfortable. It made him uncomfortable and he left. They ended up getting married. But so that's possible. I mean, I guess, or it could be, I mean, there are women who use sex as a weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Jasmine probably had gotten, it's very possible that she has used that for years as mm-hmm. a way to manipulate. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem to work on Gino, does it? No, it does not. And it was, so what does she do? Like you got one trick, you got one club in your bag, you're a golfer. <laughs> And all you got is a driver. You got nothing else. Really hard to putt with the driver. And the driver's not working. So. Well, I said from the beginning that when it came out about the ex-boyfriend living in the building and her hiding it and spending time with the guy and talking to him in detail about her sexual relationship with Gino to this guy how one inappropriate that is two that it was the fact that she's hiding it that it was going to be a problem hide something and especially when her expectations of him are so the opposite of what she's doing Mm -hmm. you know it really is the pot calling the kettle black well, I mean, I mean, he's having a conversation like, "Oh, thank you for my food. I appreciate it. How how's it going? How's business?" With somebody in a restaurant at a pickup counter with her on the phone, and she's having a cow. This is season one, episode one. But now. she's talking about her sex life with Gino, with her ex boyfriend who lives in the same building, and she's hiding all of it from Gino. I mean, this is well, a complete oxymoron. Something makes her at least talk about it and it all comes out at this point gino for the first time i hate the term growing a set of balls mm-hmm. but i think i don't know what's more gino's finally standing got a backbone yeah, he's standing up for himself mm-hmm. i mean like we can Instead see them her train wreck yeah we him. can see his testicles descend at this point <laughs> they're dropping and he's 
But I, I don't know of a better way to describe it because he stands up to her a couple of times. Yeah, he does. And, I, and she was speechless for maybe the first time. She didn't know what to say when when he revealed that he knew everything about the the guy being in the building and everything and it being an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. He questions her about the guy and the cheating and she says like you're acting like I'm cheating on you and it, it it's not a question, right? Uh-huh. But Gino comes back with, "Well, are you?" And this is not a side of Gino that we've seen. Yeah, and she couldn't look him in the eye. No, that's very obvious. And when he said, if you had sex since you broke up, she also averted. Yep. And then she goes, well, I'll be honest. We had a friends with benefits relationship for a while, but not anymore. This throws a wrench in everything. <laughs> it does. Because it means you're not in a relationship, but you're still having this. You're still doing this. Uh-huh. And look. She's free to do what she wants. And he knows that she's not satisfied in her sexual relationship with him. And she even admits thinking about having sex with the guy. Yeah, this is all a problem. It's all a problem. And that's what he said to the camera was, this is all very bad. Yeah, and her laughing when nervous thing comes uh-huh. up. Yeah. And so, and it is I awkward. used to do that. So, mm. uh, you know, I get it. So that that's a real thing. He's not laughing. Ne- she's not necessarily laughing at, um, at him mm-hmm. necessarily. But there's no doubt if this is reversed, what would happen? The discussion before was that Gino's not, I guess, stable enough to have conversations with the exes of his and still maintain a normal relationship with him. Yeah, her claim to why she had a double standard was because she said she had more self-control than him, Hmm. which we haven't actually seen. No. I mean, his talking to his ex-wife and stuff seems to be a normal sort of Other than the news. Right? We can't get past him sending... The pictures. The pictures. Yeah, that was messed That's, up. There's, we, you can't get past that. He's never going to be able to live that down, nor probably should he until they agree, that, look, let's put this behind us uh-huh. and move on. Maybe that's why his hands are so – I've never heard it described is my hands are so watery. Yeah. I said, what? Huh? How are your hands watery? Sweaty. Is it that – Watery? Is it that bad that it's watery? It's like the movie Airplane, you know, when he's sweating everywhere and it's just pouring off of it. Yeah. So this is G- this is Gino's hands. <laughs> so watery. You didn't say sweaty even. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. But we are all suspicious of Dane. Do we think Jasmine's having a relationship with Dane? It's hard to say. Your gut? <laughs> she could be. I mean, we've had... Uh, well, I honestly, I felt like she had him around in the building because she was keeping him as a backup plan. That's what I thought. We I haven't... felt like she was maintaining this relationship in order to have somewhere to fall if it didn't work out with Gina. I also feel like that's why she's sharing so much detail with him about how rocky her relationship is. Oh, to keep him close. To keep him close. So when she says, oh, it's all over, she can cry in his arms and they can do it. But why would Gino be your first choice? Why is – I mean, because I think there's no doubt. We're not convinced that Jasmine has real feelings for Gino, right? Yeah. 
I mean, that there isn't there. It's not a romantic relationship. Whatever she's up to. Yeah, it's hard to say. They're so well, weird. I don't really understand them. Dane, what? I, I don't remember if he was Australian, New Zealand. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember like his ethnicity. I think it was New Zealand. And so maybe that's her other option. But they've been together, right? We've seen Gino and Jasmine for about what? Yeah, she's invested. A year and a half? Yeah. We've been. So this puts it probably from what? Season five? That I assume that was probably a year old. So they've been around. This is two and a half years. Yeah. It's a lot of time to invest. Mm-hmm. And not to be past this point. Yeah. This is basic stuff, mm-hmm. and they're not past it. I think uh, it'd be a whole lot easier. Mm. Gino's more in- enamored with the canal than than Jasmine. Yeah, he's totally looking past her and not even listening to what she's saying. Mm. Well, she was at least right. It she's is like, a, hey, look at me. It is a big deal. There's a good history on that. Mm-hmm. We did um, build it and then give it back. Right. It's pretty important if you just kind of if if you're not a geography person, the time that it cuts off to have to travel to be able to go through Panama versus around is immense. It's a major thing. So we built it. Um, the issue then was kind of giving it back. So it is their land. Seems like I knew somebody at some point that worked there that had a. F- family connection to whoever designed and oh really yeah well gee gino would be real happy oh no i know what it was it's probably not even anything close is it no it's um luann delaseps oh that we don't know her that family um his family the one mm. she divorced the delaseps guy it mm. was his family that did the canal ah all right I knew I, I see. We think was, we know these people. I knew that I I knew something about this. We, we've was, been and that's what it was connected to Real Housewives of New York forever. So <laughs> it's why we think we're and we part just of the watched uh, Luann and Sonya. <laughs> that their was show. great. Few yeah. Housewives people watch Bravo. Watch the um, Welcome to to Crappie Lake. That is really funny. It is really. It funny. really is good. Definitely worth the watch. But Jasmine talks to this guy once a week. Yeah, and so. I think, they were on the patio together. So here's the deal. When you say talk and Gino says talk, mm-hmm. I think we thought it would be like on the phone. Right? Yeah. And then he doesn't stop there. He goes, are you also seeing each other face to face? Yeah. And again, averted her eyes. Somehow, mm-hmm. Gino has grabbed control of this relationship. Yeah. At least for one night. Because she's on the defensive. Yeah. The, the the shoes on the other foot. Mm-hmm. She's not sure what to do with that. No. Caught her off guard. Well, it's what happens. Say what you want. Say there's nothing going on between Jasmine and and Dane. If there's nothing going on, there's not a reason to lie. Right. And that was my whole thing yeah. from the beginning that she was hiding this. There was an issue. And you should probably never say, I remember what it was like having sex with him. <laughs> That's probably not a good thing to talk about. Uh-huh. Would you, you would agree? Yes. Mm, 
Yeah, I think I would too. Poor, poor. Where are we at on Tyre? Other than this is not a thing. I just want to say that uh, bottom line is I feel sorry for this guy. We I do. would like him to have a legitimate relationship and to feel loved because I think he's a good person and he's taking care of his mom. But I think he's so emotionally immature. He's like a child and taking away the fact that I feel bad for him. Mm -hmm. He's just pathetic. <laughs> yes. Cause, cause at this point, the truth has been spelled out in giant letters Flying from an airplane across the and sky with a banner that says Tyree. She's not real. And, <laughs> and yet. But it's he not won't even been done it. that boldly. Uh -huh. It's but been done calmly. It's been yes. done respectfully. Right, but that's what I mean. The truth is so obvious yeah. at this point. There can't be any doubt, and yet he still doubts because he's so hopelessly pathetic. And that is sad and it's that makes it hard to feel bad for somebody that you're just that stupid well that you won't accept it know. that you're in that bad a denial so aside setting aside the fact that i feel bad for him and i think he's a good person and he deserves to have happiness he's acting like a child well maybe that's where he is he's just never had a chance to really i guess you know grow up it's like a toddler. Well, Don't touch this on this shelf. And they just keep putting their hand on it. This is him with just trying to make this relationship real over and over again. Yeah, because it's denial and then some. Right. It's, it's too much. It's like when you catch somebody, your kid, in a lie. Right. And, and they just it. keep insisting. You go, no, no. And, you know, it's all right here. The toy At they point. took is in their hand. And At they're going, I didn't take it. At some point. <laughs> We're going to get past this. This is the truth. It's just so much easier to get at it now instead of waiting until later. Yeah, because it makes you angrier the longer that they sit in front of you with the toy in their hand telling you they didn't take it. His family somewhat responsible for this, right? They needed to maybe take a firmer hand. Yeah, not not, and I'm not even talking about with Carmela. I'm talking about with him in general. In general, growing yeah. up, they can only be so close. Because I think if you were involved, this probably doesn't they happen. They would have caught this sooner. He, yeah, he would have come to you sooner. So I think there's some issues there. And, and maybe mom's illness could be a thing. But I, I don't think this has been going on forever. I don't think they hired a PI either. I'm going for this is a production thing. And they brought Lucas in. This, I mean, it's so ridiculous that he's still reaching on this. That it's almost to the point of, is this guy right in the head? Is he simple-minded? Mm. It seems like it. Because a normal person's reaction to this information presented in eight different ways over and over again would be, okay, I accept this. I feel horrible, but I need to find a way to move on. Well, he started that way when it was time to talk to his mom about it. 
like I, this sounds bad and I don't want to talk to mom because they may think badly of me. But then we're still at a point where he's looking to go to Barbados. Yeah, that that was the last straw for me. That's where I just have to take my hands off this. And this Lucas, I'm not <laughs> sure what he did, right? Phones are untraceable. Email, PayPal, yeah. untraceable. He just – he has a different search engine. He used Bing instead of Google, <laughs> I guess. So he found this um, – um, what was it? Cam girl stuff versus. Uh huh. So, and I guess it's, and I'm I'm not sure of the world, and I'm I'm not trying to discriminate, but I guess cam girls are raunchier than escorts. Yes. So, but there's be no disease, right? Yeah, you're not spreading any disease that way. If that's all you're doing, but right. she's also an escort, probably so. cleaner. <laughs> it's probably she's doing cleaner. Both. Yeah, a fetish queen. I wonder if she does oh, princess boy. porn. Princess, I wonder, I wonder if princess she was fetish. At, I wonder if she was at the festival with that Michelle. the other lady went yeah. to. <laughs> she was at the festival with Michelle. Mm-hmm. That's what they were doing for Match Me Abroad. So that's it. I think Lucas has no skills, whatever. This Lucas is, I don't know, been doing this 20 years. I don't know what he was doing before then. But he told, I, all I vision from him is he says there are gangs. There's gangs of cam girls <laughs> preying on guys. It, it just strikes me as like the um, Beat It movie or a video from Michael Jackson. There's just a gang of cam girls out there. <laughs> it's a dance-off is what it is. <laughs> Killing me. Were they, got, were they armed with KY jelly and <laughs> oh, yuck. butt plugs? Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to That was it. too much. I'm sorry. I didn't know what just happened. But we're on a road trip going to Barbados. There's no way they're going to Barbados, right? If they take this to Barbados, I'm done. Like, it's got to be over? Yes. Why is this guy still on the show is all I'm saying. Yeah, he probably shouldn't be. There's no reason for him to be We said after the first episode, when the producers came out and told him it wasn't real. Well, that's it. Bye-bye. See ya. He's done. That's the end of him. Next. It's like 60 days in. But nope, he just keeps coming back, like indigestion. Producers come in, they pull out a couple of manila envelopes, and they go, well, look, we got two other people to bring in. It's like, okay, good. This is what we should do. Yeah, it's like 60 days in with all the replacements. That's what I just said. (laughs) Yeah. You're not even listening to me. (laughs) Because I don't. You've blocked me out. I have. I had a whole thing. I was. Yeah, I I started blocking you out after butt plugs. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she said. Oh, come on. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. But I was 10 minutes into 60 days in. You probably blacked out over that. I did. I told you I blocked you after butt plugs. <laughs> hmm. Misha, I have to tell you, and we we talked about it a couple of times. I've never seen anybody look so good as Misha does on this show. She is 100% made up. Yeah, all the all time. All the time. Yeah. And this little scene at the beginning... With her changing clothes in the yes. car? Yeah. It just made me ridiculous. think. They were going to walk. What a diva. Yeah. She really is. Yeah. She sees somebody in a wedding dress and she it feels. can't be st- upstaged. How are you going to beat somebody in a wedding dress? <laughs> how are you going to upstage a bride? Isn't everybody looking at the bride? I'm almost surprised she didn't switch into a white veiled dress. <laughs> I brought this. I have this with me just, just in, in case. case it came up. I come upon a wedding to walk <laughs> like, on the what? beach. It's, 
it's not it, it it doesn't make any sense it says a lot about her though yes and he was very put off by this behavior how long do you think it takes her to get ready you know like this is a producer i want to talk to i want to know what misha's like before they film how demanding and mm -hmm. yeah she's looking at the camera looking at I don't like this angle. Can you change it? Yes, I Can need you to be get my better side. Yes, that's exactly. I need to be shot from my right side only. I didn't Dude. like the way I laughed. Can we redo that? Yeah, I bet <laughs> you it would be that kind of stuff. I had food in my teeth. Uh, mm -hmm. We need to do the restaurant all over again. Yeah, the changing in the back seat. I get it. She's probably changed in the back of TV TV vans bands all the time. It's probably not a bad thing. But that she's carrying this stuff. Yeah, why are you taking extra of outfits this. of different it, levels? It doesn't make sense. Just in case somebody why not upstages me. Why not just wear the upstage thing? Right. Because she... it wasn't appropriate dress for what they were doing. Yeah, you're probably I mean, right. she wasn't matching him then. He was in jeans and a shirt. You know when you need to bring extra clothes? If you have nervous diarrhea. Yeah, I was just going to say, if you have a stomach bug. <laughs> this, this is where you would need to bring other clothes. Right. We do it in construction if it's cold, right? What we don't want to do is be cold and wet. Uh -huh. So you bring other clothes with you when uh -huh. you're working outside. This is what happens because it, it, you bring other socks. There are things right. that you bring. And, and and Holden does that if it's raining and he has soccer practice. Yeah, this is stuff that you do. Because you don't want to make your feet wrong. I'm just worried about what I'm going to look like. So she's already talking about a way out. Misha is. And that was a big difference. Um, yeah. You know, what if this doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. And he claims that she said she was going to leave there engaged. Mm -hmm. So he's like, the promise has already been made. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, what they still had, he brought up, did you, uh, do you feel better about the issue we talked about last night? Now, they haven't resolved anything. No. How would the next day make you feel better? Well... It's clear that, and I'll say it again. Oh, I like your tone. He's devout. Oh. She yeah. is pretending. They're different. I, we're not Catholic, so we don't know all the different divisions in the Catholic faith, right? But he takes it seriously, and she does whatever she wants. Well, there's differences, right? I mean, we know Catholics. We know them, and we know Catholics are different. I guess it isn't so much of a stereotype, but the rules are different. For each of them, in their eyes, right? Whether it be drinking or smoking, whatever that it turns out to be, that it's different. And they're obviously not from the same Catholic planet. Well, I know someone who is devout. And she very much takes all of the rituals, all of it, very seriously. Mm. And... I wouldn't expect anything different from her. It's how I've always known her to be. And, and it's her. And I respect her for that because, you know what, right or wrong, she's convicted in what she's doing. She's committed. Mm. 100%. But then we've known others that, well, I don't like this, so that doesn't apply to me. Right. <laughs> I like nine of the ten. I, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm 
I'm not trying to make light of the Ten Commandments, but you know, eight of these I could do with seven and a half of these. The other two and a half, yeah. you know. And this, I think, is what gives. And usually, what you hear them say is, "God understands <laughs> why this doesn't apply to me." Mm. You know, it's just excuses. Either you believe it. And you're behind it or you don't in whatever you believe. Be convicted. That's my thing. And it doesn't look like – I haven't got the feel and maybe – I don't know. Maybe I'm coming at it from the wrong angle that Nicola is trying to change Misha. No. I, I don't get that feeling. No. He does seem to He's say – He's a little shocked by her. He seems to be able to say what he believes and what yes. he believes the right behavior is. Right. But and it, why? But at no point is he stopping her to know you can't do this. He's not doing that. No. But she is doing Trying this to, to sway him. him. Mm-hmm. And, and I think this is a subtle difference here. Yeah. and Or maybe what, not so subtle. What makes it a problem is that they met on a Catholic dating site. So this is for people who take this seriously and want to have the this specific set of beliefs in common with their partner. And she's That's the purpose. And she has portrayed herself to be devout, I believe, mm. to him. It's why he fell for her. She uses the word too. But when they're together, it's a completely different story. Mm. She the lines are all blurry for her. And that's not, I believe, what she portrayed herself to be to him. She doesn't possess the one thing that I, the Catholics, I all know need, and that is Catholic guilt. Mm. You don't, you don't know enough Catholics, but I grew up a lot, around a lot of them. That's what you're supposed to have. You're supposed to feel guilty about stuff, and she doesn't feel guilty about anything. She does not. Not clearly. at all. Hmm. Him dance and she takes him. Yeah, you can see can it's, it's like Christian and Cleo. He said he was trying to adapt to make her happy. And she pushed and he didn't stop her. Mm-hmm. Maybe and, – and it may have been a hard line to draw to say, you go in there, I'm not going. He was able to go and say, I can go in there and not partake or not whatever, not do wrong. Um, but once they got in there – when she started rubbing up on him. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. She's really pushing the envelope. Yeah, it's, it's insulting. Because this goes to another level. It's disrespectful to him. Because he's also not been intimate with a woman before. Right. And so. She's tempting. Yeah. On purpose. She. That's messed up. She rubbed. You saw her. She rubbed right up on him. Yeah. It's gonna blur his vision. Yeah. And he's gonna end up possibly. Possibly. Doing something that he'll, he'll regret, regret and deeply. That deeply, he doesn't really internally want to do. Right, you're going to tempt somebody with something, and 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 there'll be guilt with that. Yeah, it's messed assume. up. The whole thing's messed up. They have no business being together. No, she's just messing with him. I mean, I look. Her butt was completely on his thigh. Yeah. He. Um, yeah, I don't like her. I, no. I think what she's doing is very wrong. She was little spoon to his big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but she is flawless in her appearance mm-hmm. every single time. She looks like a TV personality. Yep. But he's who he is. He's genuine. 
Yeah, and I think this is genuine. what this is what bothers me about people here. If you are who you portrayed yourself to be to your spouse, and then you pull a switcheroo, then then I, I got a problem. Yeah, it's 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 really that simple. Why not be it's honest so from dishonest. the start? I don't know. Maybe it's easier for us. You know, we're not in, we're not out there anymore. Well, you're not. I mean, I'm out <laughs> flirting with 21 year olds. Well, I'm the one that people are trying to pick up. Yeah, in what's Walmart, up with that? I this mean... goes back. Look, I use that as the intro to our personal podcast. Your story of that guy. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I used as the intro. That was behind the wall. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was behind the subscription wall last week, but. I decided – so we have a personal podcast <laughs> if you haven't figured that out. So I put that in as the intro to this week's episode. Apparently, Walmart's a hot pickup spot for yeah. sweaty females. There you go. In sneakers and a dress. Yeah, right. Statler ought to be careful <laughs> not showing up there in her soiled diaper. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Nothing about you at Walmart was soiled. No. So we're not doing Well, that. unless I sneezed. <laughs> We are getting up there in age. That does happen. It does happen. Maybe a diaper is not a bad idea. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, you know what They're happens. probably in my future. I think we get into the changing part because of Violet and Riley. Yes. What we found out in the past week, I think, or maybe even two weeks, is that like the world is split. The 90-day fiancé world is split on Riley and Violet. Wow. And that, Do you remember when we first met Riley and Violet? I know it was what? Less than two months ago. Uh-huh. But their greeting when they got off the phone with each other. Yeah, they did... said rude things to each other yeah. and laughed. And flipped each other off. Uh-huh. Their goodbye greeting was middle fingers to each other. Uh-huh. That's how it was. Now, that – most people would not understand that. Uh-huh. But this is the way that their relationship was. Mm-hmm. And so that's who she is. And she appears to still be that person. Right. I think and, – and Riley is right. I think you got to be careful because we joke with each other privately differently than we would publicly. Sure. Inside jokes. Because we know each other and we know when we're saying something that might offend someone but that we know each other enough to know we're not trying to be offensive. Right. We're just being funny with each other. Right. And and so that line could be blurred. Yeah. And I could see in a new relationship where Riley could take offense to the ugly and fat thing that right. she has probably said to him privately, repeatedly. Uh-huh. We've had people email us about the podcast. Right. Yeah. And kind of the way maybe I, I kind of joke on you. Uh-huh. So that has happened. We've had people do that. Yeah, where they didn't get that that's our interaction with each other, and we know we're joking, and we're just ribbing each other. Yeah, we have never been upset. The only – I don't know. I'm trying to think of when we've ever been upset with each other on the <clears throat> podcast. We really, at this point, are rarely upset with each other more than 30 to 40 second. In life. Yeah, in life. <laughs> we, we probably don't even make it that far in the podcast. Right. Other it's just, than you're snoring. I don't like your tone. <laughs> <laughs> so, then you're mad at me, I guess. And that lasts for a while. So. No, I understand. <laughs> I just get up and go in another room. Uh, yeah. So 
I don't know why Violet is provoking this reaction from so many people. I, I, I don't yeah, quite I don't get it because it seems abnormal because maybe we know Riley's personal life. Yeah. Maybe that's it. And we know that the videos that he's made have been offensive. Yes. And offensive and crude and sexist. Yes. And even violent towards women. Yeah. So, I, you know, if this is what you – so look, even he, if you ask him, what would he – what do you think he would say about the video? Oh, I'm just joking. Right. Does he really mean that he would punch a kid or a woman in anger? Is that what he – does he mean that or is he kidding about that? Hopefully he's just kidding. Yeah, and I do think he's kidding, right? Mm-hmm. But this is where his humor is. Mm-hmm. So this is, and the, that's where her humor is. And this but, is why they get along, right? He has changed. Mm-hmm. His in-person person is less funny. It, it's different. <laughs> yeah, he is a different person than he made himself out to be, mm-hmm. and maybe he doesn't know it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he gets to this point, and either he's sabotaging the relationship himself, or he's that controlling. Yeah, I think he's that controlling, personally. Hmm. I think Violet, the word could and should, you know, we talk about that personally a lot. Violet should have made Riley aware of whatever gift. Yes. We saw. And we faulted her for that last week. When we that saw happened. how in Match Me Abroad how Nordine handled this. Yes. Right. This. Is Let how me prepare you for what is expected in my culture. It was perfect. I've never seen anybody in any of these relationship shows handle things better than Nordine handled things with Stanika. It was right. perfect. It was. Perfect. Respectful to all involved. He prepared her. To make a positive impression yes. on his mother. And Violet. Because he wanted this to go well. He's not trying to sabotage her. He said... If this doesn't go well, I can't see her anymore, period. Mm-hmm. So I need this to go well. I'm going to contribute to the this successful meeting. And Violet did not do this. No. This is a, this is a problem because she needed to. And she knew that that was going to be expected and didn't prepare him. Yeah, for they that. talk about it all the time. This whole conversation that they had was what – the differences in the two cultures between what my family thinks of you and your family with me. Here, people get married all the time with their parents' lack of approval. Right. I'm sure it happens there frequently, but not probably like it happens here. So, I mean, there are some issues. I don't know that Violet's actions are so egregious. I mean, the thing with her mom probably is bigger. Yes. Because she needed to try to heal that. Right. And she didn't do anything to that. Right. So I put that on her. Yes. Specifically. I mean, Riley's offense at this, I'm not quite sure how that is. Well, I'm not sure why he would have brought gifts for her kids and not for the rest of the family. That struck me as odd. That makes sense. That was exclusionary. He should have asked. Because if he was only going to give gifts to certain people who were present, then you'd have done that privately, not in front of the people who weren't getting anything. Mm, To me, that made it all the more offensive. He could have even said, I brought you some things and, you know, we'll... We'll get them from the car. Yes, later or whatever. 
So I think he he could have done that. A violet should have prepared him better, and he could have handled it better. Right, that's even a, even himself. I think there's a difference there between could and should, and and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm not sure Violet. I don't think she's racist. No, and I think that you saw her go. Look, I didn't intentionally mean to do that. Right, that was a legitimate moment. I believed her. She was sincere. I'm sorry, and that I think I need to change. That and was, she even said in the side interview, you know, there's some things I need to change about myself. I was – I'm fully impressed with that. You don't yes. see that a lot. And he's not saying the same. No. And there's out to have what is supposed to be – A nice evening. Yeah. Put the differences aside. Let's enjoy being together. And not once but twice he starts laying the problems down in front of her and being accusatory. She and stops she's him. like, I thought we weren't talking about this stuff tonight. Tonight was supposed to be a nice night. Oh, yes, yes. I apologize. I accept your apology. Uh, let's have a nice night. Not minutes later in the same dinner. Here, let's call my friend, friend who's Tiffany. like a sister. And um, well, let's is... talk to her. Oh, wait. I'm going to step away. Y'all That's have a nice worst conversation. Did he put them on the phone and then left? Yeah, and they don't know each other. That was so ridiculous. I don't know. I, I the thought of putting things aside. That was the first thing you said out rem- loud. Was oh my gosh, did he just walk away from the table and leave her with the phone? You remember this will be another housewife reference, but it was last season. Drew and Ralph sitting down. You know, he did this whole yes. thing and the and, rose petals yeah. and the private dinner at a private restaurant. And then he lit her up. Yes. I did this all for you. And but it's so it strikes me as that. I don't know how you could just put was, all this aside. It was like a setup. For, it would be like I don't know. It's maybe it's extreme. Catching them off guard or something. You know, I cheated on you and you know what? We still have reservations for Friday. So let's go out on Friday. Have a great dinner and I'm gonna break the news to you. And no, and pretend like it didn't happen. <laughs> right? Like you already knew it. Hey, let's put aside Steve <laughs> cheating with the um, 21-year-olds on the train <laughs> or on the plane or wherever. Let's put that aside and just have a good meal tonight. Well, you can't do that. No. It doesn't happen. So it's, you know, it's a bit childish to think that that could happen. But I don't think their issues are all that big. Yeah, they could have had this dinner and just appreciated spending positive time together. They probably needed to do that so that every interaction isn't something negative. They needed a positive one. Right. And they didn't happen. And he turns out. It still out, didn't happen. You know, the, leaving, you got to go. All right, you're out of here. I think that was the preview. Like, you yeah. got to go. Well, fine. She says, I'm not having this conversation anymore. Yeah. He goes, I think okay, bye. It didn't sound right. And, and I know it's really hard to kind of compartmentalize the Vietnam War. But it's real hard for Americans to probably go to Vietnam and demand that you understand our culture. I think it just doesn't, you know, <laughs> doesn't sit right. I'm not sure it sits right at this point. Um, but I, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal, right? I think I'm probably even making more light of it than than it ought to than than the seriousness it deserves. But I think he probably has some challenges there. He does. I, I think. He would stand out. He is a big dude. He is very big. And, you know, people there just aren't as big. Mm-hmm. So he is going to stand out. Right. He is going to sweat a lot. That's mm-hmm. going to happen. 
But look, I look at their phone relationship that we saw, and there wasn't a lot of romantic, soft, cuddly talk between them. That's not how it went. So it looks like that's what he's expecting now. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to get it because that's not Violet. Right. That's not who she is. So they've got some stuff to work on. Do you see them? No. Mm -mm. No. No, it's not going to work. And it's not all. It's not like Riley's the only bad one here. Violet's made some mistakes. Mm -hmm. I don't think hers are as egregious. Um, He's just looking to fight. Yeah, it seems like it. And to be accountable. You're going to be accountable for this app. She's asking you a question. Why are you looking at me? (laughs) You know, she's looking at him because. How on the spot? Like, why are you doing this to me right now? Well, they did put him on the spot a little last week. You know, like but that was this. in person. This is a phone conversation yeah. when they're at a nice dinner. And this was about his temper that he, he did not say, I don't have a temper. Right. And and you would expect when you're meeting the family, this isn't family that they're talking well, to. Well, it's like family. When you would expect when Sony meeting guts. the family that they would ask some it's questions. Like it's Sony TV. You know? Hmm. You expect that. You expect them to be protective. Yeah. But this is somebody who's just a friend. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have to answer to them. Who are they to her? Our, our previews for next week, it's more of the stuff that we saw. But David ends up going into Sheila's place. And, you know, I don't think David's like a handy person. But how could you? It would be hard to go in this place and not go, I want to do something to fix this place. Yeah, he was shocked. I, I would imagine, and I, I think is it too I, much? I think I would feel that way. I think it would be overwhelming, and I think my gut, if I loved this person, would be I have to take you from this situation. But I mean, you don't you want to take everybody, there. right? I mean, this is almost like an episode of, and this isn't an episode of Hoarders. You know, when somebody who like you're friends with, but you've never been over their house. And the first time they invite you over and it's a horde and you see that person and they're shocked. They're in shock. Yeah. You know, it's not like you're angry with the person. There are those, there's those episodes of hoarders where there's family members that I've known for years and they're rude. Yeah. It's, it's the friends of that come over and like we've worked together and and I had no idea. Like some of the teachers that we've seen, you know, where they come in, they go, I had no idea. And they feel guilty. Yes. Because they want, they don't want this person they care about to live this way. So, And I, I think that's where he's at. I hope that's where it is. The trouble is, is, is we do have the communication issues between David and Sheila. Yeah, and he's going to have to be careful with his reaction not to offend her family. Well, they had the her. fire. You right. know, they've I had mean, the storm. I mean, realistically, this is not a building. This is a shell of a building. Mm-hmm. This is a very unsafe environment. There's no walls. There's no working plumbing. The electricity. It's burned out. There's no power. I mean, this. I think they have some stuff wired up. From the treetops and die. I mean, this is an unsafe place. Yeah, so I don't know that David's going to have such a good opportunity to express himself. And and so there's a risk of. He's going to be in shock. Of of miscommunicating how he feels. Uh huh. And, you know, your facial expressions are. They're what they are. Right. So you can't, you can't hide, hide that. that. And we see the shock in his face. Mm-hmm. And you go, what do? What can I do? Right. I mean, you can't fix a whole city. 
Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot he can do. And if Sheila's there working for the family, right? We've been here before, right? We were here in 90 Day UK last season, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. With I think Sean and mm-hmm. I think it was Sean and his. I, I may have the couples wrong, but Sean and his girlfriend at the time, uh-huh. you know, and she had to go. She was a nurse, ran the store, but did everything for the family. Right. So well, it, even even Ed's first girlfriend. Mm. In 90 Day. You remember, she was living pretty rough, too. Rose. Yeah, Rose. You know, they were showering with rats. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, that wasn't the greatest environment, either. They didn't have air conditioning. And Rose still wanted nothing. Despite that, getting away, Ed was not. Enough. I would rather be here. Right. Than with this turd. Right. Right. So that's good for her. Mm-hmm. Even though she has her own issues, but... I think she's doing a whole lot better now. Yeah. All things considered, her life is better mm-hmm. and she's not with Ed. So it's a win for her. Yeah, being on the show did help her open up other opportunities to better her life for her son. So in in what may turn out to be the raunchiest thing we maybe have ever heard said on ninety day <laughs> was Rosvon. Oh, that was disgusting. Him and his bloody sword reference. That was disgusting. Really. I mean, what has happened to this show? I don't know. I mean, I find myself repulsed in every episode by some scene clearly inappropriate. Do other people feel the same? Yeah, I haven't. Again, here's what happens, especially on Sundays. I mean, we have so many shows that we cover. I believe the board has 10 different shows by the time we're done. And there's a couple that aren't on the board that we're still watching. You know, we still watching Doritos and we're still watching um, Luann and Sonya. Uh-huh. You know, we're not really covering that as a show. So I don't really have a lot of time to get a feel for like the Internet world and what they're thinking about mm-hmm. this stuff. So we just saw this. It was a little easier when they were showing the shows in the morning and then you'd watch it and then kind of get poke around the Internet and find what's going on. But we watch it. I set up the equipment and we record 15 minutes later. All I got to say is if you are not offended by this and you want to call me judgy or prudish or whatever, I invite you to do so. But that's how I. Yeah, it's really. It's offensive. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I could really do without this part. I thought maybe he'd be joking. Yeah, no. But we don't even have that joke. No, we don't even talk about that. We've been married 29 years. <laughs> well, it's years. just like, hey. It's just gross. This There's is some things ha- that are just private. This is what's happening right now. Yeah. said, hey, it starts on Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's This it. is Tuesday. <laughs> See <All> ya. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so, but it, it just, it, it was shocking. I rewound it and played it because I didn't think... I didn't think I heard what I heard, right? We do, and, and this goes back to what we were talking about, like last week with the donut and the banana. Yeah, yeah this was just cringeworthy. There are don't ways to do this. Yeah. There are ways to do this without this, mm-hmm. right? We don't have to have this. The, 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 the scuttlebutt, or I don't know if that's even a word anymore, that I'm hearing, at least from UK this morning, is that that it's it's a lot like it was last season. Oh, good. So that's what we're hoping for. We are going to cover 
I don't know. It was three episodes. We'll probably cover episodes one and two. There's a lot to watch for us by midweek. Yeah. So, and we were, um, if you listen to our personal podcast, we were um, puppy sitting for eight hours. Puppy yesterday. sitting on our really what would have been our Saturday recording day. Yeah. Turned into our Sunday recording day, yeah. which means that we didn't get a chance to get to get a head start or on, sleep or sleep <laughs> to get a head start on 90 Day UK. So we are going to cover this week on Roundup. We will have 90 Day UK, Match Me Abroad, and 90 Day the Other Way. It's a whole lot of TV going on um, next week on Roundup. So Friday of this coming week, which would be however counting days, but let's just go with Friday because I don't know what day you're going to listen to this. Friday begins. Love during lockup. Yay. And so the following week, that will be on our Roundup show. So I think Match Me Abroad should be about ending. We try to keep Reality Roundup at three shows. We had like six at one point. Full bore, 60 days in, inmate to roommate. I think we probably had Chantel going on at the same time. It was a full blast of stuff. So We're still watching everything, but the pressure of getting it done and out in time it's a little easier um, if we keep control of things yes so we are doing that we so hopefully do, no more water leaks yes no water leaks we don't want any more water leaks no. but we will if you would like us to watch your puppy yes I think we know somebody that would Saturday yeah. nights are taken yeah so we would probably have to do Friday evening would be the best bet but not this Friday evening because we have a dinner date. Oh, so we may have. <laughs> um, but if you do bring a puppy over for Friday, they would be poisoned by love during lockup. Yeah. So it would kind of be, that's just what's going to happen. So have a good week. We will see you guys with um, Reality Roundup next. Um, if you're behind on watching like we are, uh, Jody, get busy. Catch up. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com.